0: what's going
1: on moon gang i'm matt from matt strats and this is your dumb money update for today monday november 22nd in this particular update video we'll be talking about what's going on in the overall market a little bit of crypto but i really want to focus on our two favorite moon stocks we'll be starting with amc i need to get rid of some of the fud that's going on with leadership in amc then we need to talk about gamestop can't stop, won't stop, GameStop. The chart looks amazing. It had a great, great day. And then I want to wrap it up with a little bit of dessert with basically that dumpster fire of a company, Robinhood. So with all that being said, let's hop right into it. alrighty so the big economic political market news of the day was the chairman announcement biden to nominate jerome powell for second term as federal reserve chairman so basically no changes. We can expect a Federal Reserve policy that is very favorable for unemployment, but not the best for inflation. So we know they're going to continue with their tapering, and most likely we're not going to see interest rate hikes until the end of 2022, maybe even the start of 2023, depending on the nature of the economy, what's going on. But um, no changes there, basically just reaffirmed. The other option, the current governor of the Federal Reserve, uh, Ms. Brainerd, um, she was she was a little bit more dovish so they they weren't like polar opposite characters and on this announcement remember the market doesn't like unknown things and at first today it went up we hit a new all-time high ding 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 but very very weird action so we hit an all-time high on the announcement this was announced around 9 a.m and then from there it sold off caught itself a little bit and into close, sold off any even more. So very, very strange day. That announcement gave us a new all-time high. It didn't hold, kind of a fake out breakout scenario. Right now, I'm still watching 470 as the closest resistance, the previous all-time high, and then the closest support around 467, below that 465. If you look at some of the technicals, especially the RSI, things of that nature, you're going to see that there's bearish divergence. There's not, even though we hit a new high, we definitely do not have that same momentum that we previously had. And with, fears of inflation, I would say legitimate fears. Uh, We're at the point where I don't think it's that crazy for us to have a healthy check. But seasonally, things are different. By the time you get to the other side of Thanksgiving, it's referred to as the Santa rally. Other side of Thanksgiving, pretty much till the first week of January, seasonally, doesn't always happen. But from a seasonal perspective, that pattern is pretty bullish. So this is the S&P 500. Things weren't much different in the Q's. New all-time high around 4.08 nine-ish, but same thing as The Spy ended up selling off at the end of the day. And The Russell small cap sector has not been performing the same. So we're at support right now. If it can't hold 231, then I'm watching 230. But the Russell definitely lagging behind the Nasdaq 100 and the S&P 500. Now, before we get into AMC, GME, I just want you to know, uh, crypto right now still definitely taking that breather. BTC at support around 56,000, Ethereum 4,000. Solana holding up a little bit better. And the winner in all of this chaos and debacle is actually Avalanche. Uh, AVAX doing very, very well. just hit $140. I think it's worthwhile to point out that this thing has been ripping when we're seeing weakness in some of the other major cryptocurrencies. Just wanted to put that on your radar. Let's switch up gears to AMC. So this was posted today. AMC insiders have unloaded 70 million of stock this year. When you read a headline like that, I do not think it's healthy to write away just because you don't like it to be like, fud, fud, fud. In fact, you should know enough about it to be like, I want to read it. I want to see if it holds any water. And if it doesn't, you want to be able to articulate where it goes wrong. Uh, Just because you don't like something doesn't mean it's necessarily wrong. You have to know enough about the situation to be able to kind of consume it and pick it apart if it actually deserves that. So let's hop into some of the announcements here executives sold more than 70 million in 2021 and then they even talked about adam aaron and his 25 million chunk a couple things i want to point out and this story i think there's some accurate things like these numbers are true like i'm not saying that the numbers are straight up false uh but i think some of the connotation of it needs to be discussed so first of all with adam aaron selling a portion of his shares. We've known this. For the past two earnings announcements, past six months, he's basically said, hey, I have to. Uh, they were right, estate planning. He's 67. That's up to him. Uh, I think that's important to note that we've known about this. This isn't a surprise. They go down here and they have it. I guess in 2018, total sales was 580,000. 2021, it jumped up to seventy. Okay, that's all interesting information to know. And uh, hey, if they want to report this, it's good to get the truth out there. If I'm being completely honest with you, I don't think it's that crazy of a question. I really, really don't that, hey, if, if leadership feels so, so good about it, why are they getting out of their position? That's fair. But to that, I would kind of have the rebuttal. I'm not in this because some other person's in it. Uh, not at all. I'm in it because I like the stock. I'm in it because I like the play. And the exact same thing with GameStop. I don't care if the executives are in it or not in it. It is worthwhile to note that Adam Aaron, I mean, this is from him himself, like he tweeted it out, but he also said it. I believe he's still the single largest owner, 2 million shares, over 2 million shares. As in every single dollar this moves, his net worth changes by 2 million. He's not going to work against his own interests. So, like I said, I think it's important to note that a lot of these people, and with the new rules, certain leadership positions have to hold a certain amount of stock, like they're not allowed to just sell out. He's discussed that previously. At the most inherent greedy level of a human, I don't think they work against their own interest. Now, do I wish they hold more just to kind of represent that? Because really, I think the biggest issue here is if they don't, you get articles like this. So people who just read the headlines, well, that's not that good. Um, not everyone's going to dive into the story and see what's going on or not going on. But the the interesting thing I think worthwhile to point out here is many of the stock sales, including Aaron's, were pre-planned. That, that changes a lot of the connotation of the story. So they're referring to the 10B51 filings when basically another entity is setting up the date of sale and the amount being sold. So it's not like Adam Aaron or these other people on the board are sitting there and saying, hey, like I think we should sell right now. This is a high price. No way is it going higher. No, they are pre-planned. So this little highlighted line, it really does change the entire connotation of what's going on here. And I think it's important for everyone to remember that pre plan for all of them. And on top of that, Adam Aaron specifically, still the largest individual owner, over 2 million shares. All right, moving on, let's talk about actually some of these numbers now. According to Ortex, the estimated short interest is 15.6%, utilization 77, shares on loan 89, just so you know where we're at. And these shares that are out on loan have been out on loan for about 77 days. In terms of technicals, not much has changed since last week. We had another fake out breakout. So we almost got up and it got smacked. This has happened one, two, three times, not even uh, in November, like it's happened now four times in total. So we are waiting for this pennant to break. The one thing that I want to really bring to your attention, and I think it's even more evident in GameStop, is as this is happening, especially now that I see more and more people asking me about Wyckoff, I think it really aligns. And a lot of times you're going to see this, a lot of technical analysis overlaps, whether you're talking about, okay, there's an accumulation and the breakout. Well, a lot of times people call that a cup and handle. Other times it would mean like it's range bound trading. It's in a Darvis box. You wait for that breakout. There's a lot of overlap. But anyway, just in general, after this run up and then the sell off that concluded at the end of September, you see a lot of accumulation here. And I think from kind of big wig people, because ever since it, you can see the volume is roughly drifting lower. So what does that tell you? So the prices were getting higher lows. So obviously there's some strength there, volume lower. Now, in what scenario does that actually happen? Well, if you think about it, lower volume means supply is being constrained. That tells me that there's a quite a bit of accumulation going on right here, whether you want to start it at the end of September or if you want to start it really all the way back here like after the end of June, early July. So and this is this is a fractal it's not going to be linear on a time scale so you're going to see these types of patterns in various time frames but no matter how you chop it up whatever time frame you want to look at it the volume's drifting lower we're getting higher lows it's telling me that the supply is being soaked up, people are buying, they're not willing to get out. And I think it's a matter of time before we actually get the breakout. And then that's going to go from an accumulation phase to a markup phase. And then from there, we're going to see distribution. And of course, that's going to be followed by a markdown phase. So anyway, right here, I just wanted to point out, obviously, people are buying, they're more aggressive, we're seeing higher lows, and they're not selling the volumes going lower and lower, there's less supply that's being actively traded. I think we just if I really had a guess, and this is a complete thesis, I think there's big players out there who are absorbing these shares and they're just getting ready for a big move. And the reason we're not seeing these spikes is because they wanted more. And like at a certain point, there's only a finite amount of shares being traded in a day. So they're trying to get a full position before the rocket leaves the station. Uh right now, AMC is trading at 4124. I'm waiting for this pendant break and that's I'm particularly excited. Can I guarantee the future? Absolutely not. But that's what I'm particularly watching in terms of a real breakout level, hardcore levels. Forty four thirty followed by forty six, and after that, I'll be watching the high from September thirteenth at fifty three. AMC above fifty three, closing above fifty three, completely changes the game, and I strongly believe at that point shorts would be absolutely running for the hills. GameStop is looking absolutely phenomenal. So yesterday on Sunday, I was doing some of my chart review and I was just astonished at how good GameStop looks. But before we get into like what I saw, which is just a little bit of improvement of the chart really of AMC, uh, let me just talk a little bit about maybe some of the things that are driving it. GameStop is rising because Constitution DAO lost its bid to Ken Griffin. So if you were following the storyline, I spoke about it a little bit. There was this group donated quite a bit of Ethereum, and they were trying to get this constitution, an original copy there that was being auctioned off at Sotheby's, and they were outbid by none other than Ken Griffin himself. Obviously, this is a penny move in FU to the apes, obviously in FU to the apes, clearly in FU to the apes. And a lot of people, especially if you're believing the Twitter interwebs, are saying that the money from here is now potentially flowing back into GameStop. Uh, if you wanna read more about this article, I will link it in the description below, but just kinda, hey, a little tip for tat, and it might end up strongly benefiting GameStop, and I would think that it would be awesome if it plays out that way, because they amassed $47 million. If you drop a $47 million buy bomb on GameStop, whew, you're gonna see some crazy, crazy action. Okay, so according to ORTEX, the estimated short interest right now in GME is 8.6%, utilization 32, shares on loan 6.22 million, and the average age of these shares on loan clearly uptrending ever since early August, and we're now up at 61 days. Uh, Remember that early August part. So here's GME, like I said, this chart looked phenomenal. And I also just want to point out that very similar idea of a phase of accumulation. So if you were considering this to be the sell-off, well, from here, let's use this. Roughly, this start of August is exactly where we saw that trend in the shares on loan, the age going higher and higher. So if we're looking at this period, all of a sudden, we see that same rough drift lower in volume, similar to AMC. But this time, same thing higher lows we got this pendant breakout from here we had this back test and yeah there was some excitement on this volume day on november 3rd it went up but even with that the back test it held higher low i just see similarly the supply is being sucked up people are People created a position, whether it's a lot of retail, a lot of institution, I don't know. But people were creating a position in a bullish manner by the fact that we have higher lows. Volume is going less and less, as in the supplies that are out there. People are not getting out. People were taking the time to create probably sizable positions. And now we're following through with these technical breakouts. I was calling for 250 earlier today. We ended up hitting 249.64, so I was off by 36 cents. I'm sorry. I should be better. Um... I'm looking for the test of 250, 255, and from there, my next level would be 282, but I don't know how to articulate this even any more clearly. This is extremely bullish in my humble, non-financial advice opinion. So GameStop looking fantastic, AMC looking good, markets doing what the markets do, Um, but this leads me to one final little quick thing. Are the apes selling GameStop to get ready to buy Robinhood? Well, let's consider that. In the past month, GME is up 46%. All right. So are they selling it? Well, that's a bit weird because GameStop's up. Well, let's look at Robinhood. In the past month, it is, I guess for whatever reason, it's not here. So we'll have to do it the old-fashioned way. Roughly the 22nd. So let's just judge it around here. It is down 33%. So, I don't know. I'm no mathematician. I know Kramer's been around the markets way longer than I have. But I see Robinhood making a new all-time low. I've stated this on national television on Robinhood. Bearish, bearish, bearish. They've lost the trust of the public. Their business is failing. They burned $1.3 billion. People are... It's a mass exodus from the company. Uh, They broke trust. And from there, it's just payment for order flow could potentially be on the chopping block from a regulation standpoint. And there's no crypto right now that they offer that's going absolutely buck wild. I just it seems to me to be a legitimate failing business. Their PR is a nightmare. That's why it hit an all-time low. And on the flip side, you have GameStop that's up 46% in a month while Robinhood is down 33%. So, maybe that's crazy, but I don't know. Maybe uh it doesn't make sense to me that the apes are selling GameStop to get ready to buy Robinhood. Does not make sense in the slightest. Overall, that is what i have for you today i would love to get your thoughts on anything i talked about the overall market crypto amc gme the story of gamestop and the constitution potentially that group coming over to GME or any of your thoughts on insiders at AMC selling and kind of the way media loves to distort it. Yeah, sometimes the facts are in there, but they definitely make you dive into it to try to find that. Overall, let me know your thoughts in a comment below. If you enjoyed this video and you want to help me out with the algorithm and get it in front of other people, don't forget to hit that like button. And if you haven't joined the moon gang already, don't forget to hit the subscribe
0: button. Until I catch you next time from me and Cher, best of luck in the markets.